On Education's ISTE coverage is brought to you by Teacher Gaming. Mike, we're giving away a one-year subscription to Teacher Gaming. So Teacher Gaming has like 30 games, tons of games. Uh, one year is probably just enough time to play all of them, hopefully. Yes. That, I mean, this is just ridiculous. To enter, all you simply need to do is tweet a pic of your favorite game of all time. It could be a board game, a video game, whatever it is. Catan. Yeah, Catan. To at Teacher Gaming and tag on Education Pod, tag us, and that's it. That's it. That's it. Even if you aren't the winner, though, this giveaway, you can still get a 30-day free trial, and all you need to do is go to TeacherGaming.com. You'd still be a winner to us. Yes, you are still a winner. <laughs> I know all the words. <laughs> yes. I say big words. <laughs> You've got all the games. I have all the best words. you know all the words. I know all the best words. <laughs> Hello friends, welcome to our second ISTE special edition episode of On Education. Uh, My name is Mike Washburn. And I'm Glenn Irvin. Friends, we have an amazing pod for you today. We're going to recap day one of ISTE. We're going to chat about the keynotes that we heard today, cover anything we saw and loved, and then cap off the pod uh, chatting with Andy Siberian and Alice Keeler about the Teachers Are Professionals movement. Did Mexico play today? They did not, but all we care about, remember, is them winning. (laughs) So when do they play next? Do you even know? Yes, I do. Uh, Actually, I don't know if the seeding has taken place yet. So what they end up doing is they end up seeding all the teams now into a tournament. So they were in groups, right? Right. And they pull two teams from each group, and they seed them into a tournament. So all we want, everybody, is Mexico (laughs) not to play Brazil or anyone else that's a tough team. They probably don't like each other very much. No, it's not that. It's that Brazil's really good. Well, we don't, yeah. don't want to uh, get eliminated in the first round. You know, that's you funny. don't even get to go there. So because they're like, just, yeah, favorited to win, aren't Mexico? Brazil is really, yeah, me- no, no, Mexico's not favorited to win. Oh. No, we're Brazil we're a, is we're a long shot. Brazil's really top uh, teams. Uh, England is awesome. Uh, Belgium is awesome. Uh, Iceland is awesome. Iceland is not even going to make it. <laughs> I think they lost. They lost to Nigeria. Yes, and I saw you mark there that England won six to one. Woo! Okay, go England. Go uh, England. They're, they're one of the favorites, I would believe. But we have teams. I, I would say Brazil and Germany are still uh, teams that I would say are just top teams in the world. But if Mexico can make it to just the final, will you cry? Well, if they win, I will, I will cry. Actually, if they win the next round, I might cry some. So, you, wow. uh, yeah, I'll, I'll okay, admit now it. now I'm cheering for Mexico. <laughs> I'll, I'll admit it. <laughs> it's hard to keep up with how busy we've been. Yes, this has been actually a crazy day today, but really, really an awesome uh, experience to be, uh, and, and really humbling experience to be around just tons of awesome uh, educators and, yeah. and people who are making a big difference. Yeah, I mean, I thought today was going to be the slow day. Yes, it was supposed to the, be. The schedule was empty, actually, this morning. Yes. And now it is full. Um, so we have um, interviews that um, we're not even going to be able to put in this podcast or the hour show um, that we're going to end up having um, in the weeks down the road. Um, it was such an awesome day. Uh, so let's get into it. When we uh, come back, we will uh, recap uh, day one at ISTE. On Education is brought to you by Audible. Mike, what have you been reading lately and 
I suppose you're you're kind of like me, where you have quite a few books that you have on your list. I have too many books on my list. I have <laughs> probably about 40 audiobooks on my queue, and um, between listening to podcasts and audiobooks, uh, I am well stocked. Um, lots of cool books are on Audible, hundreds and thousands of titles, and you can get your own audiobook download for free. Uh, if you go to audibletrial.com slash oneducation, that's audibletrial.com slash oneducation, and you can get a free audiobook download. You should go do that, like, right now. All right, welcome back. So, you know, we're here, day one of uh, ISI. We've walked around, talked to tons of people. Everyone's here. All the All the cool people are here, and... Uh, I guess there's lots of cool people not here, but the, this is—it's been rad. There's tons of people heard some really awesome stuff. So, um, so let's get into it. Um, I guess I guess we can start at the start. Well, first off, actually, so many people like the the registration lines were were huge, and there was tons of crowds at the stores. I think that they were saying I was talking to some people just on the the floor. Um, uh, this morning, and they were saying that it's one of the biggest crowds they've ever seen for like a Sunday morning. Yes, it was insane. Yes, it was like a Monday crowd on Sunday. Yeah, you were saying it's kind of like Sunday is almost like kind of the. Someone told it's me it's the, kind of like the pre-conference. It's the slow day. It's yeah, the slow it's, day. Yeah. There's not as many sessions either. No. So that was actually a problem as we, as we were as we were talking to people. Yep. Yeah. So so the sessions were full. All of the. Pre-conference sessions ended up being jammed full, um, and and there were definitely actually was not enough room for all the people that wanted to go to the sessions. Um, which I, I mean, who knows how that happens? It, it is what it is. I think that maybe the um, the attendance at the pre-conference was bigger than they thought. Than they expected. And, I mean, exactly. it must have been right. Yes. There's no other way to really explain it, is no. there? Um, so unfortunately, there was people that were just straight up turned away at the pre-conference stuff um, because there just wasn't room to sit, um, which, you know, kind of sucks. I guess one thing that I have heard is that um, some of the folks at ISI are going to be gathering up um, in some way, shape, or form the periscopes that everyone's been doing. Because a lot of these pre-conference things were periscoped. Yes. Um, which is awesome. And, and then they can take all of those and, and put them into some sort of format so that people can watch them later. So if you missed any of the pre-conferences, if you are, you know, hashtag not at ISTE, um, take a look at And when we see them, when we find them, we'll, we'll, we'll share them out too yeah. so that no one, no one misses anything because um, uh, it's unfortunate that people weren't able to get in but i mean i guess it is what it is yeah there actually was a guy that i was talking to he's awesome uh he's on twitter his name is claudio zapala and claudio actually is part of this movement of past the scope yeah 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 yeah. and so past the scope edu basically they all carry around these kind of high-tech cameras jacked up iphones yeah these jacked up iphone camera things (laughs) And they're just going around and basically recording, trying to get the experience of what it is like to be here, mm-hmm. uh, both in sessions, in the halls, and even in the media room, uh, and especially, you know, like uh, things that people are very interested in, especially sessions that were, you know, basically booked, uh, that there was no room in them to be able to get the people into them. And all you do is, I think they've posted almost all of them, or all of them, 
on hashtag pass the scope edu but they also are 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 uh, making sure that they put them on the not at is the 18 uh which is the hashtag you should be following if you're not here just follow it i mean i actually have seen just the flow of information on that yeah. hashtag not at is the 18 is as much information as the is the 18 one so that means that people are posting their experiences documents videos in this case uh, about what's happening there too so lots, yeah lots of good conversations yes on twitter twitter's been crazy yes twitter is blowing up um so i mean there's tons of people here as we just said way more than i think we thought there was going to be on a sunday um and tons of energy and the conference hasn't even started yet um i mean to do some name dropping i mean we we talked to like so many people already today yes it's been a blast we've been able to hang out with with our buddy steve isaacs yes um we we hung out with alice keeler who you're going to hear from in a in a few minutes yes um we hung out with uh you know um a bunch of other people yes yeah yeah and it, i mean really the, the coolest part is that people are willing to come and sit down with us you know and take some time out of their busy schedules because they're presenting and they're also you know they have uh, their their companies that they are part that they have to go ahead and, and, mm-hmm. and work work, work yeah. their their things over there yeah. so they're super busy but they've taken some time and actually spent some time with us and and are willing to go ahead and come onto the podcast and be recorded um, and so again humbled and privileged and really really pumped about everything that's happened just in day one so there's there's lots of um lots of things going on uh, around but there's not a lot of of sessions yet so we don't have a lot to talk about in regards to the sessions, but um, but we do want you to um, be following past the scope. Uh, I think that's that's the big takeaway from you know if you're not here uh, and you're just uh, listening uh, to us to get some information on where you can get even more information. Um, that's what you want to be doing. You want to be uh, joining and watching some of these periscopes when you have time. And this idea that ISTE or someone is going to amalgamate all of these um, these video files and put them into a format. And we'll get that to you as soon as we um, know where they are. Um, we're really excited about tomorrow. Um, we're talking to um, who? Lego yep. tomorrow. Uh, we're talking to... Full schedule tomorrow. Um, tons of people tomorrow. We're, we're doing the, um, the state of ISTE. Uh, tomorrow, um, so it's a it's a media only thing where they're going to talk just about where everyone's at and 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 the management and stuff like that. We're working on talking to some folks at Minecraft. Uh, we're going to try to talk to some folks at Schoology, um, and we are talking to um, D2L about this partnership that they're working on. So we're we're tons of stuff going on, tons of people to talk to. So so keep listening. Cause, um, cause it's just it's it's really ramping up. Um, so yeah, when we uh, come back, we're going to talk about uh, the teachers are professionals movement with Alice Keeler and Andy Severian. Friends, on podcast media is getting set to launch not one but two new podcasts this summer, and we're excited to tell you about the first one, on politics. On Politics is hosted by politician, professor, and human rights lawyer, Craig Scott. On Politics will take deep dives into policy and politics. You definitely come away learning something every week. To stay up to date with On Politics, follow the show's Twitter account, at OnPoliticsPod.
So welcome back, everyone. Uh, we're here with Andy Siberian and Alice Keeler, and we're super pumped to have you guys here on the show and to talk specifically about something that we talk about all the time. It's uh, this Teachers Are Professionals movement. Um, so either Alice or Andy, do you guys want to tell us about this movement and then what teachers can do to be able to get involved in this? Absolutely. Thanks for having us. So we all know that teachers pay out of pocket. It's, it's like almost a joke, like everyone knows it, but who's going to solve this problem? And teachers are paying around $500 uh, out of pocket themselves a year. So we know it's not a need, it's a want. Teachers need money to spend however they want on their classroom every year. And so, But that's just pencils, that's yeah. what they've been doing with pencils. Yeah, yeah. But now that we're going paperless. Now we're pushing an, an added burden on having to pay for ed tech supplies. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just, I made a spreadsheet up and says, okay, if you were to want to buy things out of pocket for your classroom, and so if you checkbox on the spreadsheet, it would add up for you. I checkbox five things, $800. That's just ed tech products. That doesn't count the pencils and all the other things you want for your classroom. So now we're asking every teacher to pay out of pocket upwards of a thousand plus. Now, site licensing is 85% less. So if we could just get site license pricing, even if it's out of pocket, which we don't want. (laughs) (laughs) We need to change this culture. Why is there even a culture? We know teachers are underpaid and there's a culture that it's expected that they pay out of pocket. How does that happen? So now it's exacerbated by going paperless. No, we need to do something about this and we need to get the teachers the funding they want, no strings attached and no receipts. Yes. Andy? (laughs) Uh, No, I mean, exactly. I think that the underlying, you know, what kind of prompted this conversation when we started teaching professionals was the fact that it's uh, it's expected for educators, first-year educators, uh, to go into the classroom, anyone, yeah, but, you know, to go into the classroom and actually spend your own money, not get reimbursed. What other industry do you go into and you have to buy your Your own work supplies? Unbelievable. Without having it be expensed. When do you travel to go to professional development for another industry and not have it be purchased by your employer, right? So it's these kind of situations that it's like, why do we go into this in a numb feeling that we're expecting this, this is normal. So we're trying to uh, play a small part in that, but really just change that conversation. This is not normal. This is the furthest thing from normal. And and we cannot continue to accept it or we just continue to worsen our potential of of how we're growing and adopting education. Yes. And I think it fits right along with, I mean, your statement, teachers are professionals. What we're doing is making us subservient to any other profession, basically saying, nah, you're not really there at the level of a lawyer, a doctor, an accountant, or many other business people. A lawyer, a doctor, an accountant all have business cards. Yes. If teachers are professionals, why is that an industry standard that we provide teachers with business cards? So that's part of our movement. Exactly. Yeah. We're we're working with a couple of big partners. Um, uh, Vistaprint is one of our our earliest partners, and they've been amazingly gracious. Um, they've so actually supportive. donated, yeah, they donated us business cards and T-shirts for awesome. to promote here at ISTE, yeah. um, all for free. And so that's one of the biggest things. Actually, one of the uh, teacher volunteers who showed up at the uh, event we just had uh, said that he's been doing business cards for the last ten years himself from Vista Print. He's been purchasing them. Yes, me too. Yeah, and he's just been handing them out at parent-teacher conferences, mm-hmm. at professional development, at conferences when he goes, and he's like. Now my other teachers in the school want the business cards, and so I'm just like, look, I'll I'll pay the fifty bucks and I'll get you five hundred business cards. But it's just such a small thing that empowers you to realize that you're you're, you're a professional exactly. educator. Yes. Right. So easy, but it's just so part of our movement is if you sign up, 
We're working with Vistaprint and we're going to get you for free because we don't want you paying out of pocket yes. business cards that say you're a professional educator. Awesome. Exactly. So when we go to that site we've, and we've listed it before, we talked about it on the podcast, the teachersareprofessionals.com. Teachersareprofessionals.com. It, it takes you to a Google form mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. walk us through the rest of that. I mean, it just it collected some basic information. Right? Collected some basic information, um, you know, name, school, all that kind of stuff. How long you've been a teacher, how much you spent out of pocket, how many ed tech tools that you've been using. I'll say, I'll give you kind of some uh, key points. Yes. So we've been doing this for about two weeks, mm-hmm. uh, promoting the survey, right? Having mm-hmm. people like yourselves be generous enough to support us and, and promote it as well. We have close to about 4,000 responses so far, all organically, right? Um, about 83, 84% of people are requesting for business cards, right? Uh, I think there was about over 75% spend more than $200 out of pocket um, themselves. Uh, and then there's about like a there's like 60 70% of educators are using more than 10 ed tech tools in their classroom. Yes. Do the math on that. So 10 That's ed, crazy. like Alice was saying if you if each one of those costs $100 which to the ed tech vendor Hundred dollars is nothing. That's a couple of Starbucks coffees you don't have for a year. Exactly. But when you add this up, that's a thousand dollars just for licenses. Yes, it is. And, and when teachers aren't getting paid like hardly anything, exactly. it's a huge amount of your. I income. just went on this road trip where we drove from LA here to Chicago, and we stopped at schools along the way. And I mean, one teacher, she's been teaching for over twenty years, makes thirty-eight thousand dollars. You make it thirty-eight thousand dollars a year, and on top of that, you're paying out of pocket for supplies for your classroom. Barely a livable wage. What? It's, it's not a livable wage. No, yeah. no, yes. like, it's ridiculous. With all this conversation about minimum wage and stuff, like a teacher with twenty years' experience making thirty-eight thousand dollars is infuriating to me. Yeah. It's infuriating it's to me. It's a joke. It, it and I think like, and know, then hey, you know, you can pay fifteen dollars a month, which by the way is a hundred and eighty dollars. Yeah, it a sounds. Year. It sounds a hundred and eighty dollars. It sounds like nothing. We say fifteen a month, but then you compound. You it. add all that up. Exactly, and that's what like. You know, when we, we knew, obviously, in our heads, we all know kind of the, the data behind it. But when you see people actually fill out forms and are telling you what they're doing the and stories. how much they're spending, and you actually see the data in front of oh, you. I mean, it's, yes. it's eye-opening. Yes. It's insane. I knew it wasn't great, but just the survey data that we've been getting back, you're just like, holy cow, it's so pervasive. Uh, we are all paying out of pocket. The first step, let's say it's not okay. Yes. yes. It's not okay. It's not okay. Exactly right. Yes. So... What is, besides we go on to teachersareprofessionals.com and then we fill out the survey and then what's going to happen next? Like what are you, what are you guys the next steps? Yeah, so, you know, teacher professionals is, is kind of like a, it's a long-term play, right? It's not, we're not going to change the, the game overnight, essentially. Definitely not. Um, so, <laughs> Alice and I have been mapping out. We have, we've been very fortunate to get like a, a team of uh, other passionate educators who are kind of helping as ambassadors on this, uh, on this journey to build it out into phases. Um, so right now, if you fill out the survey, you know, you'll get follow-ups from ourselves about what our next updates are. Um, our goal at ISTE, it was kind of like uh, doing the launch out here. Mm-hmm. And our goal is to get 10,000 uh, uh, survey responses here. Awesome. And so that's what our initial goal is in this current moment. Yes. Um, eventually, our goal is when we start getting the responses, then we can go to a lot of our partners. Like with PledgeSense, we partner with about 80 companies. And we want to go to these companies and say, hey, you know, we have all these teachers who want you. Instead of giving them $100 for a site-wide subscription, why not give them a discount for $50 Mm -hmm. or for $20 or whatever the the discount we can afford to get as a bundle deal. So now a teacher is getting five different companies or five different site licenses that he or she wants 
for a much substantial discount than he or she would have to do otherwise. Yep. Short-term goal, we can, we already have a, a pretty good chunk here, but by yeah. the end of it, see, we should have enough people to be able to get significantly reduced. We want to reduce and then eventually eliminate out-of-pocket costs. Exactly. exactly. And, and we've talked, we want to make sure that people understand too, there is no strings attached. No strings attached. We're, we're, we're not, not selling we're not emails. Selling anything. Selling yeah, emails. We're not, not selling, selling emails. emails. And then just so people understand too that, you know, because people get start getting paranoid because people actually want to do something good for teachers for once and they're like, well, too good to be it's true. too yeah. good to Shockingly be true. Shockingly, no yeah. profit exactly. motive. <laughs> exactly. There's no profit motive. No. Nope. Right? And I love that the, this whole movement, and Mike and I have talked about it a lot in the show, just that teachers are just not making that much money. They care or are passionate about reaching all of their students so they're going to spend this money even if their district doesn't provide that's right the they don't funds. say no yeah. teachers don't say yeah. no and i think that's that's one of the issues you know the underlying issue is we kind of take advantage of that as, yeah. a, as a community yep. we know that teachers are so passionate about their kids that they'll want to do anything for them. Uh-huh. so as sometimes as, as so we tech vendors exactly as you know larger communities we ex- we we leverage that to well, our lawmakers advantage. know that too exactly that's our problem is that and lawmakers know that teachers are pushovers exactly. because we want to do right by our students and so we do it because exactly. that's what you're supposed to do and if, if this if what we're doing with teacher professionals can change the conversation a little bit to allow the higher powers to see what's really going yeah. on and understand yeah. like this is enough is enough yes right and i think that's a bigger bigger ambitious goal um but you know that's just that has to change. We cannot lev- we can't take advantage of educators in that way. And educators can't go into it assuming that oh I'm going to spend five hundred dollars this year. No, spend five hundred for your family. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> spend yes. go to vacation. Buy the yes. Christmas gifts. Whatever. Right. Yeah. Right. Yes. So what we want to do for you guys for sure is check in again like oh, three please. months from Thank now, you. Right. Thank you. and then like say where are we at now? What do we need to go ahead and do? You know, right. and even yeah. we'll just do an online call or whatever yeah. it might be. We'll put all of you guys' information in the show notes in so the show notes. Can connect yep. real easily. Great. To it, and then um, obviously, thank you guys so much, Alice and Andy. You guys are freaking awesome. I love this movement, super passionate about it. You guys are great. Thanks, guys. Thank you guys for having us. On Education is an on podcast media production. My name is Mike Washburn, my co host is Glenn Irvin. You can get in touch with us or ask us questions to answer on air by visiting our website, oneducationpodcast.com. You can tweet us at oneducationpod. Glenn is at Irv Spanish on Twitter. I can be found on Twitter at Mr. Washburn. Our sound engineer is Jake Codeweiss. He's on Twitter at JK Radio. You can find us on Facebook by visiting facebook.com slash oneducationpod. If you're enjoying the show and think others would too, we would be honored if you shared it with them. Please leave us a rating or review in Apple Podcasts or the Google Play Store. When you leave a rating, it gives our rankings a boost. This helps others discover the show. We want to thank our presenting sponsor, Schoology, for supporting us. Check out Schoology.com to learn how they can help you advance what's possible. Thanks as always for listening. Stay awesome. See you soon.